0: Take a look behind the curtain with a real whistleblower and American Patriot. Prepare to embrace the uncomfortable truth because this program has no time for comforting lies. Here is civil liberties enthusiast, Second Amendment defender, and recovering FBI agent Kyle Serafin. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Kyle Seraphin Show. Today is Friday. It's February the 2nd. It's Black History Month, unless you are my former sergeant from the Air Force, in which case it is now January Thirty third, I think uh, we want to welcome you to the Kyle Seraphin show. If you guys are new and you're joining us, make sure that you are following us on Rumble.com slash Kyle Seraphim. That's where you can give us a like on this channel. That's where you can subscribe if you are so inclined. And it's where you're going to find the live chat, which is going right now. And I can't keep track of it because it just keeps on going. Uh, apparently, you guys really get a kick out of Sheila Jackson Lee, the congressman, congresswoman from Texas, who always says, are you familiar with FBI agent Kyle Serapin? She has a hard time with my name. That's the H in the end. It makes it an F sound. Anyway, it's, it is It is what it is. We're going to just move on. We've got Friendly Friday coming in today. We've got Real Steve Friend, the Real Steve Friend. And if you're not following him, you can find him on social media, both Real underscore Steve Friend on True Social, or you can find him at Real Steve Friend on Twitter. He'll be joining us momentarily. I don't know where he's been. I hope he's okay. Uh, We haven't had a whole lot of time to connect, and I feel kind of lost in the universe. Today is going to be a little bit of a snarky show because that's what we do when we get together. A couple guys who used to be feds just clowning on our ex-girlfriend, talking about what's going on in the world. There'll be a little bit less news, but there'll be a little bit more fun going into the weekend. So I hope you guys appreciate that. Um, We're going to talk about our sponsors real quick then we are going to bring on the steve so let's start with our newest sponsor again uh really excited about this this is a self-reliance company folks this is a company that is going to help you take control of your medical situation you ever been on a trip you ever go um on a vacation or if you're going on a backpacking tour you're doing anything like that you go on a road trip and all you're like oh my god the worst thing possible for me right now is that's not what i wanted to hit where did it go oh no it didn't work. I added all these different things and of course I added the wrong one. So folks, you can <laughs> let me just let me just free it. Here's the deal. You go to contingencymedical.com. It's again contingencymedical.com. The promo code is Kyle, K Y L E that'll save you 10 bucks. What it is is for $300, you get access to telehealth for a year with a physician group. You can use your HSA, by the way, and you're going to get a bunch of antibiotics that can handle things like animal bites, cellulitis, which is a skin infection. You can handle diarrhea, motion sickness, uh, otitis, which is an ear infection. You might need that. Respiratory tract infections, strep throat. Traveler's diarrhea, urinary tract infections, and vomiting, which is a huge thing. If you guys get sick and nausea takes you out of the game like it does with me, you may want to be able to just sign up here. Like I said, it's a fire and forget. You carry the pack with you. So you have the pharmacy in your pocket. And so if anything happens to you while you're traveling or even just during your normal life and you're like, I cannot be sick. How many of you have ever said that to your spouse? It's like, I cannot be sick. I have this thing to do. You can actually start it without waiting to go to a doctor's office or an emergency room, making an appointment or any of that stuff. You have pre-treated the solution. These are real pharmacies. This is a real pharmaceutical, and it's coming from a real physician in your state. Really, really cool. Like, here's the thing. It takes the power away from sort of that 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 pharma industry and sort of the, the healthcare industry that we don't have a lot of trust in after what happened in 2020 and 2021, okay? Anyway, promo code Kyle. It's going to save you 10 bucks If you guys buy one and you want to buy one for your spouse as well, great idea. Or even your kids, you guys can get all those things done. You set them up individually. They'll send you another code after you use mine. I think you can save 20 bucks after that. So definitely go to contingencymedical.com. I've got mine coming in. It'll be here on Monday. And I'll have my graphics up on Monday too. Uh, Again, promo code Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Save a couple bucks. But that just lets you know that we're the ones sending you over there. And we are really, like I said, I'm really excited about it. Okay. I'm also really excited about bringing on my buddy Steve Friend who is a wild man I've got to unmute him here we go what about bringing on this guy are you unmuted Steve can I hear you nope you're not there it goes (laughs) now you're unmuted welcome all right welcome bud how you doing I'm doing really well I
1: need to break news I just refreshed I've been watching Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow early spring real Steve friend is very excited no cold weather in florida anymore. it's going to
0: go from what 60 to 68 in the next couple of days then
1: i mean it's already skies out thighs out i mean i'm really excited now i've been refreshing constantly and six thousand people were there early early in the cold in pennsylvania feel terrible for them and they woke that uh, little giant rat up and uh, he didn't see a shadow so early spring for us all
0: i guess that's good um i actually read something on uh one of the social media feeds that i i follow and they said that if if Joe Biden comes out and sniffs a child, then we get four more years of Democrats. Does that sound true? Um, I don't know. I mean, they, that I, I've I've been consistent. That apothecary that
1: they've they've got working overtime in the White House has just. I think he's got to be maxed out, right? Like, I don't think that there's enough. Do they have Narcan ready to go for him? Because there's
0: are they, they, they are, are they hitting him out. with uh, with opiates? You think that seems like the opposite? Narcan's only going to solve <laughs> him if he's like if he's over there doing the fentanyl that he's bringing in over the border. Um, we should hope that's not the case. We don't need to slow down Joe. He's slowing up. No, he needs st-
1: uppers. He needs lots of uppers. You, what,
0: do you, I mean, what do you think he has in his
1: contingency pack? Just tons, tons of. Uh... Well,
0: I heard there's cocaine in the White House. Nobody knows where it comes from. It's, it's unclear who it could be belonging to and what sort of um, what sort of street pharmacist is slinging it. So there's that. I Commander just, you
1: know, the I, shepherd, the shepherd had, it was commanders. That's why he was biting everybody. He was, he was cocaine baron on the secret service.
0: <laughs> it was cocaine baron. You'd think the dog got into the cocaine stash <laughs> and, and that's why he's catching the bad rap. Yet another person taking the fall for Joe Biden is what you're saying. I mean, look, it's the Biden family business, right? They were, they were just cocaine. Yeah, some, it's uh,
1: well, why not? I mean, they're going around catching bags of cash from, from Ukraine. Why not?
0: It's just, a bold, it's a bold allegation. Colombia. It's a really bold allegation. (laughs) All right, Steve, we got a bunch of stories we're going to come through. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, We start off with my absolute favorite, which is uh, CNN, which everybody here knows. So let's throw them up on the screen. Folks, this is what CNN is leading with today. Apparently, there's still a primary going on for the GOP. I totally forgot because I didn't think that Nikki Haley mattered, but she does. And what you're seeing, uh, if you're watching on our Rumble channel, is the top one, the Haley's latest jab is likely to infuriate Trump. That's what they led with on their homepage. That's amazing to me because I'm not even sure if Donald Trump is following anything that Nikki Haley does, just like the rest of us don't really care or know. The second thing is the headline. If you click through is Nikki Haley attacks Trump's morals, age and wealth as she looks to stave off home state loss. We can get into the deeper part of it. But uh, Steve, nothing says victory to me like staving off a home state loss. How in the world do they think they're going to be able to pitch this lady Is she just running on the independent vote i think she's running on the independent vote maybe hoping that he gets convicted and
1: pulled off and then they're going to have to hit some sort of abort mission at the at the convention and have an open convention at that point she'll be just in it at that point and be the just there at a certain point like there's no other options because there's no appetite for Nikki Haley amongst the the primary voters. I mean, maybe once you get to a general, when you had a lot more centrist people or people who are late to the game or not really informed and she's got a name, they've at least heard her name before and she sounds generally competent, like she can string a sentence together, unlike the current occupant of the White House. They're like, oh, okay, maybe we could put her in here. And then it's it's her, It's there's the she aspect to it. But there's really no one who's paying attention now when we're in February Uh, Unlike January 33rd, uh, it's (laughs) nine months before the general election. And I think people who are actively engaged in the political process are actually studying the, the candidates. And that's why Nikki Haley got monkey stomped in New Hampshire.
0: It checks. Let me read a couple of these pieces here. Uh, CNN says Haley laid out a stinging character study of the former president in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper on Thursday. Always nice when you can get an interview with Jake Tapper that is friendly to you. And it also says Haley has found her voice located a sweet spot where she can target the former president or decided to commit to a new hardline strategy that she thinks might bring down the overwhelming favorite in his third straight nomination. So, yeah. This is a... This is like government make work for
1: Nikki Haley, right? Mm-hmm. Like she knows. I mean, she's she's an educated woman. She knows she does not going to win if there's an actual, in, in, unless something catastrophic happens, like we like Donald Trump just I don't know strokes out or you know, goes to gets convicted and, and goes to prison or something like that. Like, I mean, barring that, she can read the tea leaves and she knows that she's not going to win the primary. So what is she doing? Well, she's giving donors an avenue to throw their money to her and probably create some jobs for people that are political cronies and allies and keep this this grift going as long as possible and then i don't know maybe she'll get a speaking gig on msnbc or cnn uh sometime this summer when she finally bows out of the race is it theater it's always theater i mean th- this is th- we have not progr- we have not progressed past the student body president what was going on in grammar school right like the kid that was it was a popularity contest and the kid that was like oh if you elect me we'll have candy machines and no homework on friday that kid was the student body president and people just grew they own houses and cars but they're still doing the same thing right like there's not actual a whole lot of analysis going into it which is why you have people that are genuine genuinely excited about like i don't know robert f kennedy and they're saying like oh i'm gonna vote for him he's great i'm like you agree with him on you know, 1% of
0: the issues, 100% on 1% of the issues. I but, heard that uh, 60% <laughs> of the time it works every time. Is that not true? I mean, what, that's why Will
1: Ferrell should probably run for president. He'd yeah. probably do pretty well. I mean, that's they're, they're saying like Oprah back in 2018 and The Rock. And I'm like, do you think The Rock's going to give up a $30 million payday at a superhero movie to go have some sort of meeting with I don't know,
0: some ambassador from Lithuania on a random Wednesday to talk about trade policy? No, I'm no. fairly confident that he just signed up. Didn't he just sign on to the board, too, of the WWE? Is that what I read? I'm fairly <laughs> uh, confident. Football.
1: He owns the, uh, the the United Football League now, right? No, but that I think he combined. actually signed
0: on with WWE. Somebody just signed on with WWE on the board and made a big payday there, too. I You could tell how much of, of importance it is <laughs> to me. But uh, I remember sort of casually seeing that. You mentioned The Rock. It triggered that in my brain. Uh, my, I, I like My art. kids my kids still think wrestling's real. So I, I love watching. How dare you? Uh, Don't take that from the them.
1: Friday Night Raw. With Look, them.
0: Mark, Mark Houck told you exactly what your job is. Your job is to protect your children's innocence. And if they believe that it's legit, then that is your job to protect that as long as possible. Yes? Now, of course. Oh, we. 100%. I okay. mean, I, I'm all in on it. Steve, your your connection is starting to falter, of course, because uh, but it's fine. I'm watching it. It's going like between yet. Yeah, it's like a, a stoplight that's not working. It's going uh, red and then yellow and then green. Um, so whatever whatever things are going on is afoot at the moment. However, I want to go into a story that you kicked to me. We're going to visit uh, political theater in a minute, too, because there's more of it. I've got videos of it and you guys will like that. Let's do this one real quick and get your commentary. An FBI agent was indicted. This is actually coming directly out of the. Uh, the Southern District of Texas, McAllen, Texas, 36-year-old federal agent from Houston has been charged with the theft of personal and government property and providing false statements, says the United States attorney. The authorities have arrested Nicholas Anthony Williams, an FBI agent. Uh, 30. Let's see, he was working out of the Houston field office since 2019 and allegedly served in both the criminal violent gang squad and the counterterrorism squad. Charges allege that between March 22 and July 23, uh, Williams took money and or property from multiple residences while executing search warrants as an FBI special agent and then allegedly converted the money or property to his personal use. He stole cell phones, which were FBI property, provided false statements, which uh, resulted in fraudulent charges on his government credit card. Faces up to 10 years. What's going on here, Steve? I like how they say he served
1: in Houston since 2019. So that was his first office, right? We're, we're clearing this. This is the, I don't even think he's a GS-13 yet, new and agent. And he,
0: it's out of McAllen, which makes me think that because that's McAllen is not the Houston field office, that's out of San Antonio. So my guess is, is that he must have taken a transfer to McAllen.
1: Maybe to get out of Houston, right. perhaps. And then he did violent crime and then probably 2021 happened and they moved him to the JTTF. As what happened to me and okay. because we have to go after white supremacists now right um but clearly made it through the vetting process to be hired by the fbi and uh you know that whole integrity thing not not really paramount anymore that but he was i mean what kind of like really good stuff are you getting on search warrants for violent crime arrests like have you you've been on lots of search warrants did Sex you ever toys. look around and be like oh that that I mean, a lot of big t- screen TVs, but it's not like you can
0: sneak that out. And it's not like they're going to be like current or modern. They're the cheapest big screen TV possible. I I don't necessarily know. Um, I guess I've seen cash. We've had um, we had a we had a microwave full of cash one time. Somebody was uh, stashing all their thing. I also saw we did a, a search warrant on a guy in, in New Mexico, and he had an entire room. I've never seen anything like this before, actually. But I guess this is a thing. He had an entire room that was half full of boxes of of shoes that had never been worn. Like he was like a, a sneakerhead. And the other half of the room was filled with hats. Like, I don't know if they're limited edition or if he just was compulsive or he had like a subscription to lids, but he was buying, you know, ball caps, essentially. And he had a ton of them. Here, is there any possibility this guy is getting uh, strung up because he's a suspendable? Or do we think that this guy's just a dirtbag and they have to show it? I mean, if he's stealing, he's definitely a dirtbag. He might
1: have tried to take some scalps with him at the same time. Uh, I was just reflecting, when I was a cop and we did a search warrant, uh, there was a guy's house, we... We went into and he said, Hey, that's my, my entertainment room. That's my entertainment room. And I was like, walk, walked in there and I was, you know, expecting to see like a surround sound and you know, man's cave and it was a stripper pole. Yeah. <laughs> that was, Why not? he devoted an entire room to it.
0: And I'm like, it's, it's a strong bold move. Yeah? It's a bold move to take up like serious real estate for entertaining things that are going to cost you more money. I can't yeah, imagine I, it, I, Right.
1: I imagine that he probably had, uh, you know, honesty and integrity come to visit him every Friday night. Oh and uh, it's the same as dropping an, I, I don't know, your your,
0: your Netflix uh, account. When when honesty and integrity have um, illegitimate children out of wedlock, what do you call them? What are, the, what are the children of honesty and integrity? What's the stripper's baby's name that's Hunter Biden's? Cinnamon, I think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know i i, I should know I, and i feel actually kind of bad about that whole story that story yeah I really do. Cool. i mean that's
1: that's a grand, grand grandchild but they can't even put a um stocking up for
0: i i don't want to make house. fun of strippers kids i actually think that's punching yeah. down that's that's below us but uh i just want to know what the name is because the naming convention actually is somewhat amusing to me only as kind of a rip. This is the kind of stuff that we would probably talk about if we were sitting on surveillance, you know, not getting briefed on the case as uh, as uh, Steve DeAntuano would like us to believe. Like You and I have been getting this weird, we've been getting all this weird media hits for the last week. Uh, people wanting to know more about the pipe bomber, which happened in, you know, three years ago. Yes, yeah. I mean, we're we're over three years now and and now
1: there's renewed interest. I, I sort of attribute a little bit of it to this uh, idea of we're, we're no longer in the age of broadcasting. We're mm. in the age of narrow casting. And mm. I've done a lot of media in the last year and some change. And I, I repeatedly go on media that you would think would be sympathetic to, to my sort of political leanings. And still, they have no idea what I've been talking about. And It's a little bit disheartening because you think like, I've just been screaming into the ether. But at the same time, I think that there's these audiences that you assume because you are consuming the news that everyone's consuming the same content that you are. But there's just a lot of content out there. And as a result of that, there are legitimate audiences that are pretty sizable that have no idea what you and I were talking about, which we just have to make it our mission to keep going out there and banging the drum on.
0: You had a couple of I'm going to I'm going to go to a sponsor read in a second here, but you had a couple of, I think, salient observations that you made the other day. We were on Jesse Kelly. And I think they were strong. <laughs> My wife goes like, were you doing a backhanded kind of smack at Steve for saying you didn't know if he was going to land it? And I was like, no, I just I don't know what Steve's always going to talk about. Just like he just said, broad and narrow casting. I would have never come up with that. That's why I like talking to you, because your brain works differently than mine. And some of the things that you see as as issues, they never occur to me until you say it. And then I go, oh, that's obviously ca- uh, correct. Some of the issues about J6 bombing, um, the most important one was the was the reference to the carjacking, you said. Can you share that with our audience here, too?
1: Well, we've all assumed that the pipe bomb is connected to what happened at the Capitol. They're, they're different locations. They're violent crime. And everybody's always connected those. Well, there, there must be a conspiracy. They're connecting one to another. Well, you're doing an investigation. You can't assume that. So they're essentially assuming facts that are not in evidence, which is an indication that you're not doing a proper investigation. And I to highlight that, I said, I imagine there was a carjacking in Southeast DC on January 6 2021, because there's always a carjacking in Southeast DC. Are you connecting that to the Capitol? Well, that's a violent crime. Why aren't you connecting that? And uh, again, you have to prove that there's a connection between the two of them, uh, or you've exposed yourself as just making assumptions. And that's not what the premier law enforcement agency,
0: the FBI, self-anointed should be doing. And then what's the the biggest way to avoid being detected by the FBI?
1: Uh, well, we've been reliably informed by the attorney general that if you do something at nighttime, then they, they can't figure that out. So the fact that the pipe bombs were laid down at the night, I mean, uh, look, they should be looking at sus- suspects who were doing that to Catholic
0: churches, I guess, because that's their modus operandi. It's too clever for the FBI. Do you, do we believe that honestly though? Cause I, I, for all the, 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 amount of clowning we're going to do on the ex-girlfriend, is there any possibility that uh, the FBI is not that competent to run down one person in that did one thing on one day?
1: With the sheer volume of resources? No, because they can just always go to like the number one. The number one gun is we'll give you money. We'll give you money. Just turn them in. And I mean, I keep saying like, do you get an on the spot award for turning in the guy next to you in the cubicle because he was the one who planned the pipeline for the FBI?
0: more on that in one second. Uh, let me go. And <laughs> it's too fun. All right. Um, I want to say thanks to another sponsor that is all about getting prepared and uh, the contingencies that you need to have squared away, just like contingency medical. This is for slash Kyle again for patriots.com slash Kyle, the number four. Patriots.com slash Kyle. Prepare or repair is what I have to say about that. It's the same thing in the medical world. If you have not got your calories prepared and stored, if you don't have your electrical situation, which means lighting and heating and your appliances squared away, generators, whether they be solar or otherwise, get yourself squared away so that you are not a liability in the pending God knows what. It's 2024. Things are going to get stupid and weird. If you live in an urban area, this is going to be the biggest priority is that you have the ability to make sure that you don't have to go and stand in line in a store and deal with whatever chaos happens there. Get yourself a little bit of peace of mind. You can do that for not very much money by going to forpatriotscom Kyle. And when I say not very much money, I mean the cost of panic when people start saying, like, I'm going to bring down boatloads of, of rubles or whatever it is because everything has failed, that's not the time to be able to do this. You want to go ahead and spend your dollars up front and go ahead and have it stored. These things last for up to 25 years. So go to cow, Get some emergency food and make sure you are not one of those people who's just waiting, I don't know, for the government to serve you or save you or whatever they might do. You want to talk on the spot awards? Yeah, this this was in our background chat that's been going on. So an on-the-spot award in
1: the FBI, you, you can, they give bonuses, cash bonuses for some sort of performance that is exceeding. It's supposed to be beyond your own job, but they're so desperate to give out the money that, that they just give you money for doing your job and. I understand a lot of the times it should go to support people because they don't make nearly what the agents make so it'll be kind of you'll be chuckling at it. it's like well this person um you know found a box of paper uh, paper clips so we're gonna give them an on-spot the award because that was missing it was mi- missing government property so we're gonna give them money for that but it, it gets ridiculous uh, to the point where in my office in jacksonville they gave an on-the-spot award to people who found a baby raccoon in the parking lot and like nursed it to health And then I guess returned it to the wild to go digging through trash cans.
0: Where did they nurse it back to health?
1: I, I don't. That's why I never went to go see the nurse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There may or may not have been a baby raccoon just like hanging out, like a feral animal was just hanging out in the in the Jacksonville field office. What? Run an IV through it. I mean,
1: this that was legitimate, and they were recognized at an all employee meeting. I mean, it it spans it. The I mean, I got an award for recovering a kidnapped girl. Like in rural Nebraska, and then mm-hmm. getting her home to Arkansas.
0: What's that worth which to the is, FBI?
1: Uh, five hundred bucks. Okay. So I mean, I, that was my job. Like, I I didn't ask for the money, and they they recognized it because that's definitely like kind of a rare experience. Like there's a reason I remember it. It didn't happen all the time, right? Um, I didn't ask for that for that, and it was it was nice to get. But you
0: know, five hundred bucks after taxes, like three hundred and fifty bucks. That's right. Um, you know, I got nowadays it's like half a bag of groceries. I I got uh we'll talk about that in a second too. I got a um. An on-the-spot award. I got two of them that are really, really good. One, I saved a guy's life who was in cardiac arrest, fell to the floor, and nobody was doing CPR, and they paged out for a medic. And I took my time going up there, because I had no, they didn't page out for a medic and say, someone is having a cardiac event on the fourth floor. Will you please join us? They said, would any available medic please join the nurse on the fourth floor? Any available medic to the fourth floor? And I was like, oh. And my buddy's like, hey, man, you're a medic. And I go, yeah. And he goes, we should go up there. I said, sure. So we go up there, and we're like drinking coffee. And it's like, do-do-do-do-do. Like looking around, he goes, what do you think it is? And I was like, I don't know. could be anything. could be somebody who wants to know if they can take allergy meds. They might be checking out their contingency medical pack. Or it could be like a dead guy. It could be anything in between there. And he was like, yeah, fair enough. And so we step out into the lobby, and I look over, and there's 12 people standing outside of a cubicle doing nothing, which is the pure indicia of, of a dead guy. So I'm like, hey, man, hold my coffee cup. And he was like, oh, for sure. He's super calm, by the way, um, my buddy Frank. And I go run there, and I, I look, and nobody's doing CPR. So I jump in and I do CPR. I bring the guy back. We zap him with the AED. I've never done that before as a paramedic. You have like you know different paddles to use. I've never actually used the automated like where it checks the rhythm. It's very wild. It does the shock advise. Yeah, shock advise. Please and it's like clear the thing. They clear, hit the shock. I'm right back on. I pump. We do four minutes of CPR compressions. I did them all. You know, just straight four minutes. Pretty wild. He comes back. That never happens. So now we have a zombie, which is wild. And uh, then I go up and. Two or three years later, as I was leaving the field office, it might've been more than that. It was like three, it was whatever it was. I left in 2021. I think this happened in either 2017 or early 2018. And um, yeah, I get, uh, I got an on the spot award, which involved a high five from a GS 13. That was what I got for that. And then I also got four hours of paid time off, which is not worth nothing. That's worth you know a couple hundred bucks. I got four hours of paid time off because they sent out an email from the Albuquerque division looking for a computer that was on you know, the government audit they do every year poorly. And they're like, we're still missing one of the computers. And I and I looked over at the computer that was in the desk immediately to my right. And then I was like, I found it. And I emailed it to him. And they're like, Kyle's the hero. He just got to the division. And he's already finding stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm a real detective. I looked at the freaking computer that was right next to me because it just occurred to me how lazy and stupid uh, people in the government are when it comes to doing that job. By the way, the job was some kind of ost who was probably busy nursing back to health some kind of raccoon right (laughs) we look we had a guy
1: in my office in sioux city who new agent i trained him good squared away Uh, he went back for training for indian country training and he talked to the program manager and realized that our our program in in the omaha division had like thirty five thousand dollars in funds that we hadn't used it was just like sitting there so he came back was like hey guys you know we have this funding we should use it and they gave him an on-the-spot award of like a thousand bucks for- He got a finder's fee for money. finding money- He, got, a, he got about like a 3% finder's fee. What did it. the American and people we use get- that money, we used the money to buy the Polaris Razor.
0: Perfect, yeah. And how many times did you use that a year?
1: Uh, none. Yeah, zero. I profit. had to draft an you know, MOU to park it at the DEA building because we didn't have the ability to park it at the FBI. So we bought a vehicle that we didn't have space for, and then had to create some interagency memorandum of understanding so that we could park the vehicle that we had no use for in their
0: facility. Just remember that when a federal agent or a federal government agency wins, the American taxpayer loses. I think that's the message of the day. Is that true? That's a demotivator. That's a demotivator. (laughs) Totally it is. I want to talk about a couple of other little demotivational things. You brought up the bag of groceries being too expensive. I had this video queued up. I didn't really know where it fit in, but I like it because um, I like when Gavin Newsom says things that don't make any sense. Uh, guys, Gavin Newsom is getting red pilled by himself. So stand by for this little little nugget. This is this is Gavin Newsom talking about He's he's at a Target. That's the setup. And the Target girl sees somebody who just walks out with a bunch of stuff, shoplifts. And he says, why didn't you stop that person? Which is also incredible because he's talking to a female and he's Gavin Newsom. He's like a male in the government. And and she says, uh, because of the governor and the governor is standing right in front of her and she doesn't recognize that it's Gavin Newsom. Another one of those moments we're going to cover at the end with James O'Keefe. Apparently, people are not paying attention. Like you said, there's infinite information, but it's very narrow cast. Here's Gavin Newsom, very confused and red pilling himself with his own crappy policies. Checking out the woman says, oh, he's just walking out. He didn't pay for that. I said, well, why are you stopping? him?" She goes, oh, the governor I Swear to got true story on my mom's great. The governor lowered the threshold. There's no, there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, I said, that's just not true. And she, I, she got, I said, we have the 10th toughest, $950, the 10th toughest in America. She didn't even know what I was talking about. By the way, it's the 10th toughest in America. Look it up. No one gives a damn about right. Back. And i said it's just not true there's still a stop they said well we don't stop them because of the governor and then she goes she looks at me twice and then she freaks out she calls everyone over wants to take photos i'm like no i'm not taking a photo we're having a conversation where's your manager How are you blaming the governor and it was you know three hundred eighty dollars later and i was like why am i spending three hundred eighty dollars everyone can walk the hell right out I mean, why spend the money when you could just shoplift? I think Gavin Newsom is now going to be the newest threat to Target, or he's not going to go into Target either way. Uh, what do you think, Steve? What's he go, what's going on here? My favorite part is when he goes full Karen. He's like, I want to see your manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, he's the governor. <laughs> I think Gavin Newsom would be fun to talk to. Is that just me? Uh, man, he, you'd think you would be, he's
1: sociopathic, right? Like, you'd be kind of nervous. You know, I don't, I don't care. Like that American psycho moment, or like, maybe you're going to, find yourself getting hacked no I'm not gonna turn Uh, my
0: back on the guy I'm not gonna like (laughs) let him go and put on his raincoat and go get the ultra sharp clean uh axe but you know I I would talk to him he's funny he's weird he seems like he's charismatic I mean he's got got nice teeth and nice hair
1: uh you know he got kind of kind of crushed when he debated DeSantis so I I think he kind of suffers from what the most California politicians where they are just in this echo chamber and nobody actually makes them answer for
0: anything um, he's the—he's got uh, the tenth yeah. most strict. It's nine hundred and fifty dollars yeah. before you get a felony. Like, he's got know. a solid B minus score. He's in the eightieth percentile. Yeah, it's almost—it's almost a thousand dollars worth of theft before you have to deal with this stuff. Um, and yeah. and I see uh, daughter of the son in the chat is saying, listen to his Adam Carolla interviews. I have. I think Adam Carolla is actually really nice to him. But uh, but he's—he hammers. I wouldn't go and take him seriously. I would just want to see what kind of weird things I can get out of his brain. If he's got cool stories like that, I'll—I'll I'll talk to him. Maybe he'll come talk to us. He, how do you think he's going to be when he's 30 years older like when he's in that joe
1: biden point in life like do you think he's going to be senile or he's going to be doing the same like true story
0: man true story he's going to look the same i think he's perfectly Mm -hmm. yeah he's got that rare ability to um have you know skin stretched across exoskeleton and he's good always sociopathic people don't age they don't feel any of the they don't have any of the same problems that normal people have which is that they look around and then they feel guilt and that weighs on them. And at some point, it like literally crushes their spine where they're hobbling around. Yeah, they just walk upright and all that stuff just falls off their back. And they're like, oh, yeah. people are stealing no from Target. It's no my stress, own fault. No stress, mess. Now, now yeah. I'm no longer going to pay at Target. Gavin Newsom, who is a multimillionaire, is now not going to pay at Target. So we got to watch him. I think they should probably put that out there. This should be part of the training video for all employees who are spotting. One, now you can run down shoplifters. They have the 10th toughest laws in, in the country. And number two, keep an eye on Gavin Newsom. He now doesn't want to spend three hundred eighty dollars like he doesn't have it,
1: and we're and we're back to uh, what? Why aren't the women chasing down the criminal, as opposed to he's know, looking You're supposed for, to be, yeah, you know, the man in that situation. Why didn't you do it, Kevin? I mean, shame on you. I, I imagine you have security, right? You probably could have sent one of your underlings to go do it.
0: No, he can't do that. Um, he's too busy asking questions. It makes for a great soundbite. You want to make for a really fun one and uh, this one really concerns me. You just talked about running down criminals. Let's talk about the kind of criminals that our friends at the FBI are running down right now, because I got a good one. This one was put on uh, the website by, it was on Twitter today, by Sedition Hunters, which are my absolute favorite Judases in America. And uh, I just feel like every day must be terrifying for them because they're worried about this. Southwest suburban residents charged with entering the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. An FBI agent alleges that Karen Lynn Fontaine and Brian Dula of Lockport Entered a restricted perimeter around the Capitol and they spent 11 minutes on the Senate side. And so there's a couple of really fun things in there. You guys are seeing the headline. You're seeing the picture of these ultra dangerous people. Uh, They are charged with knowingly entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, disorderly conduct in that place without lawful authority and disorderly conduct on the Capitol grounds and parading and demonstrating the the four classic misdemeanors we've seen. Uh, They couldn't get in touch with the defense attorneys, may not have them. And for me, the best is, is the description of the crime. The pair walked down, sorry, they took uh, photographs of protesters that were at a Capitol door that had been forced open, and then they walked through that door, and then they walked down a hallway, and then they walked down another hallway, and then they walked down another hallway hallway where they left, according to the feds. They spent 11 minutes inside of the building. Talk to me about the pride of work that you must have as an FBI agent that is running down this suburban couple.
1: Uh, I, I can't because I, unlike Gavin Newsom, I'm not a sociopath or the agent that signed off on this. Uh, you, you did you did say something, though, uh, when you were describing our friends over at the Sedition Hunters. Uh, they're American Judases. Uh, they're not American, a lot of them. They're from overseas, which right. I think is problematic uh, for, for this main reason. I talked about this with Steve Baker when he came on the American Radicals podcast on Rumble, rumble.com slash amradpod. Boom. Uh, i said when i worked on child pornography cases i was told when you would have these these good these do-gooders that would basically do to catch a predator and they would get someone online and bring you the case and say like hey this guy's a pedophile um, i i posed as a uh, in, as a kid and he's trying to meet with me like here you go and we were not allowed to take those cases because we were told that they were vigilantes and basically fruit of the poisonous tree. We that, could not prosecute those cases. They were gone.
0: Which is, so by the way, that's what's not true. We, we know that's true, not true. And also Alex Rosen does this all the time for, for like a living. That's what his whole organization does, I Fight for Kids, which we'll have him on pretty soon. He, he agreed to be on the show here. But uh, 100% you know, if somebody, if you get evidence, even if somebody breaks into a building and gets evidence and gives it to you, even though you were not authorized to do it, as long as you didn't tell them to go do so, that's not fruit of the poisonous tree. It's shady yep. and it's bad news. But like, what would you rather have Uh Steve friend running after pedophiles that have outed themselves to some half-assed, you know, organization that wants to go and uh, pretend to be undercover online kids. I, I'm sort of okay with that. I don't, I don't get it i am too and but my point is that it's it's an
1: inconsistency so the fbi says we can't take those they're vigilante but we can take the sedition hunters and they're not vigilante so are you turning down those vigilantes quote unquote from the child porn side because you just don't want to work those cases well are the sedition
0: hunters are they going to find the pipe bomber because it's about time they've turned their lens to the most terroristic act of sedition that happened, whether or not it was related to January 6th, it happened on the same day. Good enough for me. And uh, apparently the very, very racist pipe bomber tried to kill the first black, whatever she is, uh, female, whatever a woman is, uh, vice president of the United States who was in a building that she had no business being in on a day that she had no business being there. But I'm just saying it seems really problematic. Maybe we should be going after that. Maybe they could spend all their Dutch resources and overseas European thought processes on that particular problem which would be great i'd be fine for it i would be
1: fine if the fbi did the same thing too i mean that was the most terrorist thing that day right if you're gonna say this is the largest terrorist investigation when uh side note most of the january 6 cases are 176s which are a riot which are a criminal offense which means that they are not terrorist investigations so they are yet being labeled that way to hit the quotas but that is an actual act of terrorism. And we're, we're not gonna pursue that angle. We're gonna go after these people who, I don't know, walked down a hallway and then went down another hallway and then another hallway and then they left. So, so they, they they walked through a public I mean, building and then and went home.
0: Yeah, how many hallways is that? North hallway, lower corridor, north door. It's three hallways. That's too many hallways. If you- How many times do you think they watched the video in the FBI office to-, to there, ascertain... there they are, there they are right there like that. Like yeah, high-fiving on the spot awards <laughs> everywhere. For identifying the <laughs> subject, this very dangerous MAGA hat wearing dude who like walks in and goes like, hmm, I've never been in the, All right, well that's not what I thought it was going to be, and then walks out. Well, I'm, when Garrett and I were leaving the Rayburn building, like you can get lost in
1: there really easy. You can see the people are looking around because they have no idea where you are. You have no concept of direction once you enter those four walls. And I think a lot of people were they're in for eleven minutes.
0: They're probably lost for about it's like a, nine whole and a half city of block. Them. Like that building is huge.
1: It's a skyscraper that's laid down on its side.
0: Nice. I like that. Um, Let me do. uh, Yeah, let me let me uh, say thanks to a sponsor real quick. And then I'm going to get back into the political theater thing because we've got some really fun ones. And then it also kind of plays into what's been going on in New York. So I've got political theater from New York in just one second. Uh, And before we do that, let's just say thanks to my buddies over at Patriot Cooler. There it is. That one works. Patriot Cooler promo code Kyle. You guys go to patriotcoolers.com. There's an s on the end of it. patriotcoolers.com. Promo code Kyle and you can get yourself one of these. You can get yourself one of those cool-looking hard-sided coolers like we have in the back of our minivan. You guys see it full of groceries there. That's the and family minivan loaded up from H-E-B, which they say stands for here everything's better, but we know it stands for Herbert E. Butts which is the name of the person that started that grocery store. Guys, PatriotCoolers.com, one of our OG sponsors, started right in the beginning when we were just getting off the ground. We're really appreciative of them. If you guys are in the market for a new Tumblr, check them out. I've been using them since 2017. Big fan. They have a great-looking product. It says Patriot on them. It's got 50 stars on the bottom of all the tumblers, which I'm a big fan of as well. And uh, they put, you know, little Americana things. When you open it up, people walk by, they'll look into your, your uh, trunk, and they'll go, Dang, look at that. It literally says Patriot branded right across the top, if you can see it right there on our uh, on our Rumble page. If you haven't, you can also check him out on social media. It's at Patriot Coolers, or go again to Patriotcoolers.com. The promo code is Kyle. It saves you 10%. You'll get free shipping over 50 bucks. Let's bring on, let's bring on Mayor Adams, shall we? Should we do a little Mayor Adams and then we'll get a reflection of what in the heck is going on? He's got hype music. He's got walkout music. He's doing theatrical, cool guy stuff. Here is Mayor Adams. Yeah. And those who wish they could. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very long clip. It is a silly clip. That's Mayor Adams with hype music set up because he's got speakers. He's walking by staged trash bags. For those of you who are not watching, he's getting out of a flipping garbage truck, wearing a suit, but he's also wearing, you know, the safety vest. And uh, and Jay-Z is playing. Empire State of mind so that he can go out there and give a speech about I don't know whatever he talks about. What is going on with this dude? Who who does hype music out of a garbage truck? Well, he has a brand, right? New York has a brand. That's that's what he's all about
1: and Where do he's they doing rank? the same thing that all, all these guys do. Yeah, he's wearing the the city employee jacket over the top of his, you know, $600 suit and and the ball cap like I'm sure his suit his is more than 600 workers. bucks. I I did notice the photographers even were like laughing and smiling with him. Like that guy is surrounded his entire entourage is with sycophants. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone, I mean, I I had no love loss for Eric Adams. I think he's probably a terrible human being. It's he's proven that, Uh, but at the same time, I think if you're surrounded by that, nobody to hold you in check, he's a renowned bachelor, right? He doesn't have a good woman behind him. Just like my wife would be smacking me in the back of the head. It's nothing but scar tissue back there at this point from her saying like, what are you doing? try to hold you in check and if you don't have that man that ego especially when you're in a position of authority like new york is the most important city in america he's handling resources that are people can't wrap their head around and he's he's unapologetic about what he does too he says like well i'm, I'm gonna go out i'm gonna go on vacation down in the bahamas and i'm gonna go party in the middle of the week and like but i don't feel bad for you new york you voted for it
0: you voted for it You did indeed. Uh, Look at this, folks, because this is going to segue right into what's going on in New York, which is a disaster in many ways. This is a a little report coming from law enforcement today. And the story, which you are seeing on the the headline right up front, is a bombshell report the UN handed out $1.6 billion through NGOs. Oh, this is a shocker. If you have listened to the show, that won't surprise you. Maybe the number might. Uh, And it helps give debit cards to illegal immigrants. What if we told you that the American taxpayers are funding their own demise? What if we told you that most Americans are oblivious to that fact. That's why we're telling you. And what if we told you that that taxpayer money is being laundered through the United Nations to fund the invasion of our own country? All of this is true. It's a pretty strong stance from law enforcement today. I like what they're saying. The 2021 Biden-inspired invasion of our southern border started, several lawmakers said in a proposed bill, that they want to cut off this funding that's coming in from the UN and simply put those uh, that monies is going directly through the interagency coordination platform. <laughs> for refugees and migrants from Venezuela otherwise known as R4V for short and it outlines how much money is actually going to 17 Latin American countries these people are straight up like funding our own invasion with our own money which we we fund like close to 25% of the UN like it's our own fault for not paying attention i guess who knew this was coming down and they're able to hide it in this
1: web of laundering money is fungible moves from one organization to another, to another. And look, I'm, eminent domain, not a fan. Uh, I would apply it to the UN. I think we need to demolish the building and put like a parking lot there, or maybe a homeless encampment. Um, but, I'm sort of reminded of when Garrett and I talked to Tiffany justice this week mm-hmm. and she brought up a stat that I didn't know. She said that the left has t- around 21,000 single issue organizations, right? It just push one issue. And the right has like 4,000. Mostly the right just like does get out the vote, like, well, we'll vote for better, better people to spend our money. And they're not really worried about this, but when you have just by a five X volume of single issues, they're able to form these NGOs, then go to the government, get these grants, and then they go and do this. They we're funding our own demise here. And because they're made it so complicated, people, even if they want to pay attention, your eyes just kind of gloss over with the acronyms, and the tra- tracing the money. I mean, which is, I have no patience for the uh, the oversight committee in Congress, because they're like, you know, they're always out there, like trying to prove these connections. And I'm like, man, just it's too complicated for people and people don't have the time or the bandwidth. And you guys are excited that you like connected one organization to another. Like that doesn't have the impact that you think it does because it just, there's not the smoking gun. By the time you get to the gun, there's no smoke. It's they've already cleaned it.
0: That's right. The other thing that's really interesting too, I I think is that uh, most people are motivated by one thing. And then the idea that you would be, going after multiple, that's the cat with the laser pointer. That's distraction where you can never keep track of it. We basically have the attention span to get really, really passionate about one thing. You might be able to move the needle on that. So single issue advocacy groups are where you're gonna move people's passions, I think. Um, I had a guy that was telling me in Connecticut, this is years ago, this is before I was in the FBI even, or maybe I was just a, a new FBI agent, and we're sitting on a balcony, and unexpected, but he's a lawyer in Connecticut at this like leftist lawyer's dinner party, family friends. And we're sitting there and we're talking and we're talking about guns, of which he knew far more than I would expect for a guy in Connecticut who was wearing a suit. And I think he was of Indian descent, if my memory serves. And so he had like, you know, he, he had an Indian last name and we're sitting there. We're, we're, we're BSing about this stuff. He's probably like a Patel, right? And so we're BSing about stuff. And, and he just goes, I'm a single issue voter on guns. And I was like, whoa, really? And he was like, anything for gun freedom, I'm for anybody that's not for it. I'm against the end. It's the only freedom I care about. And it's like, yep, I've, that's how you get people. I've kind of come around
1: on that with defunding the FBI. Like if, if you don't say that you're going to do that, then you don't have my my support on that. Uh, but I, I think that there's actually some logic behind that. There's some polling organizations that I know they've gone to like states and they they basically, they poll single issues. It'll be like pro, uh, pro-life or pro-gun. And because that, carries the the Venn diagrams overlap with so many other issues that if you pull on those then it indicates ideology generally
0: mm-hmm. for you that can area. pull on January 6th, so by the way the American Rorschach test all of these things are Rorschach That's tests it turns perfect out one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's keep let's keep pushing forward because I've got a little bit more of this. I want to show this video, which I actually had queued up here. This is the video of the beatdown that happened uh, in New York. It's got no audio, folks, so we're going to have Steve just do some commentary on what he sees. Uh, he's going to give notes to the migrants and cops, and then we'll also kind of break down what's going on with that story because there's some new developments as well. This is the beatdown that happened in a New York. I believe it's a subway platform. So what are, you, what are we seeing here? Uh,
1: it appears that we have multiple people beating on New York City police officer on the ground, um, they have a second one on his feet trying to pull off one of the primary assaulters, but they're completely overwhelmed. It doesn't matter. There's two of them and there's maybe we've now seen eight, ten people run in there and get their shots in.
0: Yeah. And run out. It's it's a nightmare scenario as a as a police officer because you're trying to do a lawful arrest. You're trying to bring somebody into custody. And then the only problem is, is that you're actually facing down pretty much everybody um at the same time. And they're all running in and out. So you're you're basically fighting tag teams that are illegally tagging in. Uh so the and, uh, just, how does that not go to deadly force?
1: I mean, just how does it not?
0: The minute like you're one of those, back to somebody yeah, you want to talk about at that? all times. Yeah, the minute that I you mean, that you are knocked out, now we have a gun that's that's loose in the fight. So maybe maybe how that justifies deadly force. Because, yeah, like you just said, like if you go out, they have access to your weapon, you have to assume,
1: I always went off that assumption. Like if I have my gun drawn and the person runs at me, you can't tell me that their intention is not to take the gun from me and use it on me that's a deadly force situation. And you'd always have an argument with a lawyerly type, like, well, no, they haven't tried to inflict a serious bodily injury on you. Like, yeah, I was like, but a logical deduction is like, no, no person is going to run at you if you have a gun pointed at them, which is also the problem there for that officer. Like once he draws that gun, like you can't undo that. You can't unring that bell. And now you're, and you have a handgun and you have 10 people coming around. I mean, you're going to run out of ammunition pretty quick, but like It's it's an unwinnable situation for those two guys. And all they can do is scream on the radio and hope that help comes. But, you know, with the rate of uh, retirements and and quitting from the New York City Police Department, like is 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 help close by? Probably not.
0: No, probably not at all. So here the update yesterday from the New York Daily News saying that migrants accused of fighting NYPD cops are held on bail. There's now one. They love Migrant. It's an illegal alien. Uh, And five other suspects were actually let free, which we've got some video of that. We'll play that in one second. You guys probably have already seen it, but we'll play it anyway. Uh, This guy is accused of being at the center of Saturday's caught on video attack, which we just showed you. He's out on bail. The other four subjects in the incident were uh, were just released. This guy's name is Henry Brito. He's 24 years old. He was the person the officers were seen attempting to place under arrest at that time, but he resisted by swinging his arms and tensing up. And uh, that brought uh, in... This, this this fight that started on the ground suddenly they're attacked from all sides as you said I think they've basically identified at least at least ten people were involved in that so I think your number is correct uh, they've got eight of them identified at this point and uh, and this dude is just out there he was charged with felony assault uh, and it looks like you know of course he's an illegal alien he's here as a quote unquote migrant he's been uh, sort of paroled in but the thing that I found really interesting and I got another little piece I think I've got a little picture of him so there's some of the the guys that are walking free. Uh, this is in the article as well. They were let go on... They were ordered to be hold on a $15,000 cash bail or a fifteen fifty dollars bond. Uh, of course, the guy has prior arrests. Doesn't have a permanent address. Doesn't actually live in New York. And uh, then him and the other guys that were freed... There were four subjects freed. They went straight to a Catholic church. This is pretty problematic. They were provided with phony names and the help they needed to get bus tickets. They, were get on, they got on buses and they skipped town heading west. No one really knows. They believe they were heading maybe towards California... Um, The the police officers are like, yeah, uh, can they leave? Yes, but if they miss their next court date, then there's going to be a warrant. But of course, they're going to be gone. They will have uh, absconded. And this guy Brito had two prior uh, petty larceny charges. He was accused of stealing $275 worth of merchandise at Bergdorf's and another $139 worth of closing at Macy's. Uh, and on top of that, it sounds like he had some additional thefts that were going on in a Burlington Coat Factory. These guys are just out there stealing, and then they're turning around and selling it. The other guy that was standing next to him was caught stealing things from a Nordstrom rack. Uh, and now, of course, you know, felony assault on a police officer. No big deal. This is the kind of stuff we're bringing in. I mean, it's New York. That's their brand now, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. And apparently uh unlife unlawful flight to avoid prosecution, the UFAP is, is not going to be in effect. The, yeah. Where's the, the FBI on that one, huh? Y- you would think that they're one of their violent crimes, Project Safe Neighborhoods task forces would be all over that because that'd be an easy, easy case for them to run down. But they're priorities are elsewhere apparently. I mean like they're really only interested in taking cases that are actually being charged by by police and prosecutors and taking it off their hands like, you know, robbing a Lowe's for a $500 air conditioner. Like yeah, they're happy and content to do that.
0: Don't do the real work where you got to actually run somebody down. Let's take a uh, a peek at this. Um this is the this future patriot maybe uh maybe we'll be able to run for office in america this is one of the guys that was involved as he was leaving the courthouse when he was let out uh just on his own recognizance it's a good video it's coming from fox even though it's still um i think it's illuminating
1: just into fox news now nypd making two more arrests illegal immigrants and that attack on officers those suspects also allegedly stole an officer's cell phone well that'll help him track you down so a fifth illegal immigrant accused of attacking two New York City police officers over the weekend showed no remorse or re- yep,
0: yeah, there it is. I like that. just give him the double double barreled uh, family friendly middle fingers uh, putting them up on your head, put your hood down. that was a nice jacket he was wearing too. where do you think he got that Burlington <laughs>
1: Either Burlington or, or you know, Macy's, you know, whatever you know, they, whatever they just riot somewhere, they just go and pillage whatever store they need to. The you know, the other guy had the Kobe Bryant shirt on. That like, those, those aren't cheap. Mm-mm. And we're just funding our own demise here, and everybody's sitting by. And I, I even, I don't like the the Fox language of a illegal immigrant. Like they just call them illegal aliens and deport them immediately. I, I, I don't. I, I I get really frustrated with this whole situation because nobody apparently will take the will take it seriously even the people who are border hawks i was uh, on another program earlier this week and they asked me like what would you do at the border and i was like nobody is comfortable with what i would do at the border because i would put a young man who's got anger and aggression and lots of testosterone because he's 18 uh, and in the military to you know find a outlet for that rage and i'd have him on top of a humvee with a 50 cal and if you see somebody you just let her go that's what it's going to require but we have to you know have ngos down at the border they're going to give them sandwiches and water and facilitate their travel to wherever they want to go so they can assault police officers and steal whatever they want and that's why they're laughing at us
0: and they should where are you at with the um with the alligators or and or crocodiles in the moat situation and the electrified border wall (laughs) (laughs) um <laughs> uh, avow avow
1: uh but can can we get elon musk down there to like just fund the border wall I, I, what if he had like one of those
0: should... enormous um like tesla coil things or one of the what are those zappers called that if you walk in it it just it hits you with the lightning bolt like the uh, the tesla coil
1: uh, an those, area denial I...
0: tesla coil that's just sitting here going you know it's got the, like the lightning bolts inside the ball that he walk too close to it you get zapped like the oracle yes. from um just, from never Ending story
1: just like the the tough mutters where they have like the hanging wires as, and as you come through it it hits you with 10,000 volts as you come off. The, I don't care uh, about volts I route. care
0: about current. we need higher current and it needs to be able to land. yeah just just like oh, you want to come in here you're gonna have to crawl through our watery pit made of hanging live electrical wires zap yeah, yeah all that but I think the Tesla coil is like more visual because you can hear them. You've seen these things like in the uh, in the, the science experiment rooms where you go and there's like you know it's a big coil it's got a big gl- glass dome on it. You know, and you could yes. see it at night. It would just be going shooting lightning bolts everywhere. And people are like, mm, not today. It, yeah, it looks like something out of a Marvel no movie. No I don't know how to do Spanish, but that's what it would be. I habla a little bit. <laughs> only, only to bring people in. All right. So we're going to advocate that we add to the Trump border plan of alligators and electrified walls, actually Tesla coils every, I don't know, a couple hundred feet. Think about the American industry that you would spawn that. I think that's actually a big government... You know, sort of wet dream. They're going to be able to get the defense industry building new Tesla coils that we've never had before. We could do a lot of work well, with this. It's bit, it's better well, than giving money we, to Ukraine. I'll just say that. Well, I mean, that's it. Like we have to we have to somehow marry that
1: with funding Ukraine, um, and and we're having our really serious people. We could buy the really energy. Yeah, we
0: could buy the fuel from Ukraine, maybe to run the Tesla coils, and that way they they're good to go. What do you think? I just. We're spitballing here, but I think we've got some real solutions that would be. Well, I mean, I think that's
1: probably what Donald Trump was doing when he was talking about the uh, the alligators. sitting on the toilet. He was taking "Mm very, very
0: seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got got some really serious two stories to end because it's the weekend and we can't be bringing people down for the weekend. It makes me depressed and I don't want to be that. So I want to tell you about just how good Biden's economy is. It's so good that. This story just appeared in the New York Post. God bless the New York Post for just bringing the silliness. This, if you're not seeing it, is a mediocre looking woman wearing uh, some glasses that look librarian-ish, a beta male who looks like he could be a regular dude, and then another guy who has like bleached out bluish hair holding crossed kitchen utensils. She's carrying a stick. It's unclear why. And it says, I live with my husband and my boyfriend. Polyamory is the only way that we can afford a home. You know what? Nothing says moral depravity like making sure that you can afford living in a home by having two dudes sharing the same lady. It works out really well in history. Jennifer Martin says she and her husband, Daniel, were struggling to pay rent until they welcomed a new unlikely tenant into their home. Her boyfriend, Ty, the polyamorous mom, that makes it even worse, uh, spoke with The Post saying her unorthodox living situation has been a financial blessing. Amid soaring inflation. I wonder how she votes. What do you guys think? Uh, She hails from Richmond, Virginia. Housing is particularly bad in that area. So Jennifer, 35. Daniel, 36. Were married back in 2008. Good for them. A long time ago. Quickly welcomed two kids and then welcomed another dude to jump into the bed and start banging mom. Uh, The 2015, they decided to open up their marriage and try polyamory. I don't think it had anything to do with Joe Biden's America at that point. It's just because they're morally depraved. The uh, three years later. But by the way, there's a picture and I should have thrown this one up there, Steve. The guy who has the the blue hair that you're seeing on the screen, he actually looked like a man. He had long hair and a big like Jesus beard back in the day, and now he just looks ridiculous. Which one is he? He's the the guy on the right. Yeah, he's the guy on the right. So the boyfriend that came in is that kind of soft looking dude on the left with the uh, the darker hair. Um, so that's where we're at. What do we think? Should just open up your marriage. Let it, like isn't that kind of like renting out your wife to pay to pay the uh, the bills? It used to be called I, prostitution
1: that's what i always say you have to put things in the most absurd terms and to have them hold water and i think you stated it pretty well like you're renting your wife out so that you can afford your rent uh, i'm really worried uh, what, what are the odds that in this uh this threesome that maybe there's uh, two children also now being included in that too Perhaps that should be something that we should we should uh, draw attention to. Never mind. What are the odds? Let's let's take kids uh, away from both of them.
0: Let's take kids away from people that want to not transition their child over and chop off their genitals or chemically castrate them. Let's make sure that we protect these non-traditional, also known as possible Hobbs Act violations uh, of of moving you know a female across interstate lines to facilitate uh, immoral purpose. Is that a Hobbs Act violation? I feel like it is. I always just knew Hobbs Act is like drug dealers killing each
1: other. I never had a chance to work. Everything can be a Hobbs Act violation. It it's, seems like, yeah, that's, I was like, that's a public service homicide. Like why are we working this?
0: <laughs> Somebody was telling me that uh, there was a situation in Montana that if uh, like a child molester, pedophile, like that was pretty well adjudicated. If you came up on the scene and you found, uh, you know, like the guy had been executed by probably a family member that saw what was going on and there were shell casings and a handgun left there, they would be like, well, there's no... No obvious leads to be able to pursue on this one. Looks like this guy will never find him. You know, they that's just right. Yeah. I mean, the then public service homicide you. is an interesting, you know, that's that's sort of not the way that we like to think about our justice system if it works. But when it doesn't work, that's the fully Western idea. You know, I don't think leftists understand how close we're going to get to that if they keep with this stupidity, which is pretty significant.
1: And apparently, they're still too comfortable. They haven't had enough Burlington factory uh, been robbed yet, and they haven't had their own police officers uh, kicked around the street enough yet, but it'll eventually find its way into the suburbs, and when it does, uh, maybe then they will uh, just have some regret about their voting patterns, and they'll probably then all move to Florida and ruin my state.
0: They're going to ruin your state that way? I hope they don't. Right. I've got I've got a, uh, i have got a graphic. I just had to go throw it on the screen here for you. This is the graphic of how that works, I think. What do you think of that one? So apparently if- a uh, baby fasc- of a Nazi and a communist is a Democrat. That's what it, that's what it said. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, folks. Uh, you guys can let me know in the comments. Is that legit? Is that real? Is that actually the way the breeding pattern works that fascists and communists, two authoritarian totalitarians are gonna give birth to like lunatic leftists at this point that hate babies and love weird polyamorous couples?
1: possibly i I mean i don't know i'd have to dig dig more into that yeah i I don't know how
0: the evolutionary loop happens it obviously does happen there's something going on there um let's get even weirder we're going to do some some novel reporting here from the babylon b which is uh telling us the real truth about what happened in a very uh groundbreaking or whatever bombshell thing uh, from o'keefe media group i'm just going to I'm just going to put it up here. There's no reason to, to hype this any further. Folks, apparently James O'Keefe says that he will be gay with as many men as needed to get to the bottom of deep state corruption. Uh, James O'Keefe, as you guys probably saw in our thumbnail, is absolutely unrecognizable with simply a pair of glasses on. If you put a pair of glasses on, he's just like Clark Kent. The original disguise, the original disguise is... Putting on glasses, nobody will ever know who you are. It's been working since the 1930s. He says, quote, dinner and drinks with gay dudes for priceless info on the Biden administration. That's nothing. I'm willing to do all sorts of stuff with guys if they're willing to talk to me about corruption in public schools, the DOJ, you name it. (laughs) I can't. I just can't. How silly is it that we keep finding that it's just like young gay guys that are willing to talk to the O'Keefe types. And I don't know why we're acting like these people have any, he's a chief at the White House. The dude drives a Kia. He's not a chief of anything.
1: Oh, man. he's got a coexist bumper sticker. No question about it. I honestly, I'm back to the narrow casting. I'm, I think James O'Keefe is known very prominently to a lot of people on the right. But that doesn't mean that he's known to anybody on the left. I mean, they, they can sort of just because of the algorithms, they can block all that out. And they can watch. I don't think MSNBC is covering James O'Keefe very often. You might just he just looks like a regular white dude with glasses. And he took this. Guy. They It's the same. Uh, did it Project Veritas, and now it's the OMG. They get these guys who are uh, out on a date, and they're trying to impress their date, and they build themselves up as having you know making hyperbolic statements as one is want to do to impress your date, and then they they take it as a giant expose. I, I'm I'm kind of shaking my head because he was coming up before that saying like, "Well, my life's at risk now," and I'm like, well, "Because you you were exposing that people don't like Kamala Harris and right. Joe Biden's losing it," and I mean, that a gay guy works at the you White You didn't have to go to a date to figure that out.
0: No, maybe he wanted to go on the date. We don't know. Um, people at Project Veritas were reaching out to me uh, before all this stuff. We've had lots. I have a lot of contacts from the previous organization that was Project Veritas. Uh, kind of amusing. The other thing I always dislike is like so-called journalism when you're going to go like. So imagine someone meets Steve Friend at the grocery store. And it's like, so So what do you do for a living? He's like, well, I'm an FBI agent. And they're like, oh, you're pretty high up in the government, aren't you? And you're like, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to explain it to you because you don't know anything about the government. So you just go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty high up in the government. That's what this kid does. Like this this poor gay guy. He's like, he's like, so you work on a a security desk? And he was like he's like, Yeah. He's like, You're pretty high up on the government, aren't you? I watched all this stuff and I'm just i I just cringe and laugh. Uh, and then also to pair that with like my life might be in danger for this like non-information from them low level poor guy that just lost his job. I'm sure they're just like, sorry, dude, you're too dumb. You're going on your grinder uh, profile has just ruined your political career in the White House. You're done. Uh, but we'll give you a job at NRO or something. We'll, we'll send you down the road. <laughs> it, it's just it's, sort of reminded of you've, you've talked about it before,
1: like how you would write these awards up for the military um, and they would just be. Words that meant something, but we're trying to convey that like the person did something like really awesome, which is back to the On the Spot Awards. Mm-hmm. And like, what was my job description? I mean, amongst people, I'm mean, like, yeah, I was an agent. And people who know in the FBI, they're like, okay, so you just you know you, you work cases. But like, if I told someone who didn't know, I'm like, hey, just so you know, you know, I was a senior resident agent and working on Indian Country crimes, and eventually transferred to work on child exploitation uh, operations unit and human trafficking, and then really zeroed down on the national security side um sounds really big sounds really good right (laughs) like yeah i mean but let me say this just just an agent i put handcuffs on somebody like like a cop like that's that's it
0: the older you get the more that you're willing to downplay your own background and experience because one you understand what it means in reality and you have a real grounded basis and number two uh i hope you take yourself less seriously in the world and so like that's why there's a lot of things that I am. I'm a former restaurant manager and I was a corporate sales guy and I worked in finance for WB, you know, and I and I was a paramedic and I was an FBI agent and I worked in the, and I was in the military. All of those things are secondary to what I do right now, which is that I'm a podcast host, and if that's diminutive to somebody, that's their problem because I already know who I am. I'm really just a husband and a father who sits here every day and talks to a cool audience, so that's really neat, but what's funny is when you're young, they can give you compensation without giving you money, and it comes in the form of titles, and we'll find it. It's like, oh, I'm the senior vice president of, of uh, you know executive sales. It's like, what do you do? It's like, oh, I pick up the phone whenever people call, and they yell at me about their crappy job. It's like that that's the thing that young people are conned into all the, all over the place. And this poor kid, and and I only say that like we don't have any sympathies for his political ideology or anything else. But he's just a dude who's gay in D.C., which is prominent, and he's working at the White House, which is probably his dream job, which is now crushed because he was on he was on Grinder, and then he met James O'Keefe, who, who has a Grinder profile apparently, based on what we're seeing here, um, and is is able to run down gay dudes who have government placement. And and they have titles that don't mean anything. It's the same thing as the Pfizer one, which I didn't ever talk about this at the time. But the Pfizer one was silly too. Like they were like he was a director. He's like he's not like the FBI director, where he's the top guy. He was like some low level dude. He was like a program director, which means he had fifty bosses and he was a contractor. So we have to just, it's it's dishonesty to act like these are groundbreaking. And that when we hear the thing about the like the right wing grift, there's so many people that are like breaking news. It's like no, it's not breaking. It's garbage. This is trash. This is just some poor guy who's now his life is over for a few minutes, or he's gonna be famous in the gay community and he'll be doing, you know, something. He seemed like a nice kid, even if he has crappy ideas. And he's trying to impress James O'Keefe, who's like probably older and you know has glasses on. It's very exciting. He probably was telling all of his boyfriends that he was amped up about this date, and then then he got outed and had no idea what he was talking about. Narrow cast indeed. <laughs> it's just sad. I don't even know where to go with that. It, it is and i, I mean I, but people were waiting for this announcement i you know, know they I'm thought he was of, gonna die like I, I wish i had the people will die the remy thing you know like james o'keefe comes out with groundbreaking information kamala harris is not very nice to her staff and also joe biden is old yeah yeah it's
1: it's the the expose <laughs> journalism thing is is tough when once you're kind of known um I, I know he's trying to start his own new organization i remember when he made it big on the acorn thing um but when i look back at acorn like what happened out of that they, they probably just formed a new organization with a different name and they're doing the exact same thing right yep we we're, we're still taking prostitutes and uh taking them over state lines to go have abortions from montana to wyoming and that was reported this week like so what was the actual impact of that oh it gave us a bombshell chiron on fox news which is why i'm going to make sure and we're in the second month of it now i'm keeping
0: my list that's it. Shells, yeah, flashbangs, and training bangs. And training bangs, yeah, inert devices. Um, I think that that's going to be a really fun thing in however many months, 10 months from now, when you get to actually air it all. Okay, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up with a little, uh, first off, since GOB is in the chat right now, we'll say something about GOB actual. Let's see if this one actually queued up. There it is. You can go to the uh, the merch store, folks, if you want to support GOB. Look, that's my favorite shirt. That's my actual favorite shirt. It's in the right color. It's got the right logo on it. It's the-dispendables.com. Again, the-dispendables.com. You can use promo code Kyle. Save yourself a couple of bucks. Support the O'Boyle family sweatshop, which is always a great thing to do. Uh, keep the lights wearing. You know, even if the lights go out there, as long as he's got that, that heating press, it'll actually stay warm in the basement for quite a while as the kids are chained to their poor sewing machines and their uh, their T-shirt stamping apparatus. Keep them going. The-dispendable. Support the O'Boyle Family Sweatshop. Still working. Apparently, they let Garrett step away for a few minutes to uh to get into the chat and tell you folks what's going on. Again, promo code Kyle. Definitely get definitely support them. These are these are our favorite people, and they're in the weirdest position. Somebody who actually wanted to do something decent in the world, right? Wanted to do something decent and uh got kicked out. Now he's stuck chained in a basement, stamping out t shirts for you. Just like the one that I'm wearing right now, which I'm wearing the RU Suspendables shirt, uh, which, you know. It's probably it's probably like in my top 2 favorite. I really love the badge part of it. I actually like the PT one on the back in gray. I didn't know I was going to like it. I thought I liked black t-shirts because that's how I started doing this show, but anyway, it is what it is. Um Steve, I got a picture of you or a video of you from the future. Uh so folks, if you if you think that America is dead, it actually if we look forward In about 30, 35 years, we're actually gonna still have an American system. There will still be people speaking at meetings in front of the city council. And uh, here is Steve Friend, our buddy, the real Steve Friend, talking to his city council in uh, like what, like 2050. Ready? Send it. Okay, here we go. Good evening cowards.
1: Rick Hebert, 97 Spruce Lane. Nice to see a bunch of fat, ugly women. (gasps) Oh, this. oh what? excuse what? you. What? you know what? Can we see Shut the up. agenda? No, no, no. I'm not speaking. No, 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 no. 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 That fat,
0: ugly no. women,
1: is what they are. We're not having that Let's talk that about it.
0: Uh, We're not having that. You, guys, it's you don't free have speech. to. Bye. That ain't free no. speech. It's called well, free TV. speech. Hey. Bye. That's not free speech. That's insulting. Bye. That's good. Shut <laughs> up. I don't know why you're so crotchety in the future, Steve. How'd you get so angry at these fat, ugly women? Why'd you call everybody a coward? (laughs) That's not free speech. That's insulting. (laughs) Mm, That's free speech. That's exactly what free speech is. We need a, we need a t-shirt. I want his autograph. I do too. Rick Hubbard. We know where to find him. His address is out there. Hold on one more time. Uh, (laughs) I just love the, he, he leads it off with the best lead off that's ever been done. Good evening, cowards. We should have done
1: that when I went to Congress. Here we go. Ready?
0: Here we go. Good evening, cowards. He's so soft about it as he just comes in. He's not announcing anything crazy. Yeah. And then they're offended. Uh, you didn't see it, but a couple of fat ladies actually walked out after he did it. They're just like, oh, it's like, welcome to free speech. Old grouchy men tend to be old and grouchy. I don't know how else to explain it to you.
1: Man, I'm really looking forward to my senility years. My Joe Biden years are going to be lots of fun. I, and I'll have that as, a, as an example. That's a crown jewel moment. And he looked, he, he probably helped those women out. They probably went and, uh, you know, binged and purged and got a few extra steps in that day.
0: Shame on you. You I told you, it's coming. It's It's good citizenship. Yes, we know it's coming because Steve Friend is a grouch extraordinaire. Guys, you can pick up Steve's book. There it is. That is the True Blue Steve's journey from F, uh, from Beat Cop to FBI Whistleblower. You can find it on Amazon. It's still there. Steve, you'll be amused to know that they actually sell a used copy of your book on Amazon. It's $24 for the hard copy. It's $19.99 with $4 shipping if you buy the used copy. So either way, you're getting the same deal. If you guys want a new version of Steve's books, uh, it's, make sure-
1: probably, it's probably Ryan Riley's version. Uh, he, he's probably trying to resell it and get it used because I know he got a copy. Thanks, by the way, Ryan, for the... Uh- For for the royalty, because you were quoting it, um, so Ryan Riley of Sedition
0: Hunters—that's the (laughs) tieback,
1: right? Yes, that is. He is. He's. He's. I'm anxiously anticipating seeing uh, his book where he's going to be outing the Sedition Hunters, which
0: he did. It's already it's out there. Is he going to give you another one? I I want a signed copy. Oh, okay. We want a signed copy. Yeah. If we're Mm -hmm. mentioning it, we should have one. All right. Let's uh, let's shut this thing down. Tell people what you got coming up on Amrad for tomorrow, and let them know where to follow it.
1: Uh, you can follow AMRAD, the American Radicals podcast on Rumble. It's rumble.com slash Pod Noontime, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, Garrett is taking the solo train tomorrow. He's got a program ready to go. I'm doing some tactical training uh, back next week. And we have G. Uh, Van Fleet, who escaped communist China and wrote a book about Mao's America as a guest next week. So we're excited to talk about that.
0: Awesome. Look forward to it. I will be able to catch Saturday show. Those are the only ones that I actually have the bandwidth for. We appreciate it. Thanks for giving me the Groundhog Day update. Steve Friend, ladies and gentlemen, at real Steve Friend on Twitter. Make sure you're following him. And uh, make sure you're following Am Rad Pod. A M P-O-D. R I'm sorry. A-M R-A-D-P-O-D. If I could get my letters correct. Those are the right letters in the wrong order. Uh thanks for joining me again on a Friday. And we'll wrap this thing up, Steve. All right. Have a great weekend. All right, buddy. Uh, folks, if you are enjoying the show, make sure you are supporting our friends over at Catholic Vote as well. It's CatholicVote.org. Again, CatholicVote.org. You can go there and get the loop, which you should get if you want more news than you got today because you got a little bit more snarky content than always happens. Go ahead and get the loop by going to CatholicVote.org, putting in your email address, clicking Loop Me In. You'll get the best one minute email read that you will find on the internet. It is free. It costs you nothing. And if you want to support Catholic Vote, you can always do that by clicking on the green button. You can do a one-time donation. You can do a multi-time donation, a recurring donation. They are in the fight for faith, family, and freedom. I feel like that might be the fastest that I've ever said all of that stuff. And uh, lastly, I want to say thanks to all of you on the live chat who have been giving us a little information and I saw a bunch of this rumble rants. Let me try to pull them up here. I'm not going to be able to throw them on the screen, but if you are not on rumble.com slash Kyle Seraph, and you're missing out on that, Chris view WTC 7 through said, uh, ha 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 <laughs> your grinder profile just ruined your career. It's true, Chris, you know, I'm correct. Also said, happy ground dogs day. Thanks so much for the rumble rants. We do appreciate those. They're not necessary, but they are appreciated. And all of you all, can join us again on rumble.com if you're watching anywhere else if you're watching on twitter if you're watching on facebook if god forbid you're on youtube i get it it's convenient join rumble you're going to see the revolution it's free speech we don't get demonetized i was literally on sarah gonzalez from blaze tv yesterday and as soon as they went live they immediately got a context warning about january 6th and demonetized i'm sure that's the kind of way that we're not going to be able to get real news we're not going to be able to get real commentary we can't even get real comedy if you stick around with YouTube it's all censored and it's all going slanted to the left cuz they're owned by the Google. In any case, uh 5 star review coming, new music coming. We will get you guys new music. I didn't grab a 5 star review today. I actually grabbed a couple here which I will read right off. These ones are from Spotify, which I always leave off the list. We almost always we almost always do the um the Apple Reviews, But this one says from its NODCC seven days ago said uh, really good to hear what actually goes on in the FBI. That's what you get from Steve Friend. This one said a totally awesome episode. This was uh, posted yesterday. I wouldn't expect anything less. And our last one was uh, Kyle is another 81 baby. This is from BFDBK. Kyle is another 1981 baby. I find your worldview and analysis spot on. Thank you for speaking to all of us patriots. And, uh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Folks, this show's for you. We really love it. Make sure you're giving us a thumbs up and a like. Make sure you're sharing it if you liked what you heard. Make sure you're following and subscribing. And we will see you after the weekend. God bless you. Be safe. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to The Kyle Serafin Show, streamed live weekdays on rumble.com slash Follow Kyle on Twitter, Truth Social, and Instagram at kileserafin.